Hi, this is Sue Burke. Welcome to my podcast. With this darn pandemic wearing thin, it's more vital than ever to find a way to exercise. You may not feel comfortable going back to the gym. Avoiding people on crowded paths is dodgy, pun intended. The obvious answer is working out at home. What about that seven minute workout to increase metabolism? Does this actually work? I admit to some initial skepticism. I wondered if such a short amount of time garnered any health benefits. So I researched this and naturally science has the answer. The short answer is yes. Working out at home doing the seven minute workout works. Now you're gonna tell me that you don't have any equipment. But guess what, you don't need any equipment. Be honest, who doesn't have seven minutes to spare in a day? You need nothing except a little space and enough motivation to last seven minutes. Okay, motivation is the hardest part, but I hope the evidence in this post will convince you that it's worth it. Technically, you need your phone timer, and we'll break this down into even smaller increments, bite-sized, so we can all handle it. So how should we exercise to maximize the health benefits and raise our metabolism? First, what does raising our metabolism actually mean? Higher metabolism means that you're better at burning calories even when you're sitting there listening to my science blog, podcast. <laughs> it's a double payoff. One proven way to increase our metabolism is with the seven minute workout, which is exactly why I'm talking about it. So why does the seven minute workout increase our metabolism? First, let's get this calorie business out of the way right now. It makes sense that side by side, you'll burn more calories with a longer steady state cardio workout because you're doing it for longer. When I say cardio workout, I don't mean walking the dog. I mean cardio. Check out the chart that I have on my website. You can see that I divided various activities, 30 minutes into seven minutes. And for example, doing aerobics, in half an hour burns 240 calories, whereas doing it for seven minutes only burns 57. But that's not why we're doing the seven minute workout. Plus, once you're done with a steady cardio workout, even if it's a half hour, you're done. The seven minute workout keeps on giving back. Why, you ask? Two reasons, the afterburn effect and the anaerobic energy production. You continue burning more calories for up to 48 hours after a high intensity workout than you do after your steady state cardio. Since COVID, I'm not even regularly doing steady state cardio in the first place, but you don't have to admit that to me. Two, it takes more time and energy for your body to cool down after a higher intensity work exercise or workout than a moderate or lower intensity exercise. If you think of a car after a long trip, the engine stays hot for much longer than if you just drove over to the grocery store. Your body is the same. It takes a lot longer to cool down. This is uh, one of the biggest secrets to burning calories at rest. This physiological effect is also called the excess post-exercise oxygen consumption or EPOC. I have a link on my website if you want to read more details about it. The second reason the seven minute workout burns more calories at rest is because we're switching to anaerobic metabolism while we're working out. Our bodies are very efficient at producing energy through aerobic metabolism, which means making energy in the presence of oxygen. 
When we do this high-intensity seven-minute workout, we quickly deplete our energy reserves, or our ATP. One big clue that this is happening is we get tired quickly and want to quit. Since, we're totally, since we've totally run out of ATP, our body needs to replenish. And with this workout, we're huffing and puffing and out of breath for that last 10 or 20 seconds of each interval. Okay, in my case, the last 30 seconds of each 40-second interval. And being out of breath means that our lungs can't put enough oxygen into our bloodstream to keep up with the demand. So our bodies switch to anaerobic metabolism to keep serving up glucose to our working muscles. This is much harder for our bodies to do. Anaerobic metabolism doesn't produce as much ATP either. Only three molecules of energy are produced with anaerobic processes versus 39 with aerobic metabolism. Our bodies want to take the easy way and use that 39 ATP produced pathway, but we can override this and push ourselves and get ourselves out of breath. During anaerobic energy production, we're using more energy to create the ATP that we need too. So this is a double win. So how many calories are we talking about? The amount of calories you burn at rest depends on factors such as your muscle mass. Muscle takes much more energy to exist than fat does. So if you have more muscles, you naturally burn more calories. Again, we're just talking when we're sitting around. This is why doing some weight training twice a week will also increase your metabolism because you'll have more muscles. Now this isn't the topic of the post, but I just wanted to throw that in. Now here's a really important point, heart health. I know this gets annoying and you're rolling your eyes and you read about heart disease and how many people die and all that. But the sad fact is that you can go gluten-free, do a cleanse, intermittent fast, adopt a keto diet, take supplements, walk miles and miles with your dog and your friends, practice yoga, which does increase strength and flexibility, improves your mindset, do Pilates, endurance training, all this is great. Don't stop. But the only thing that you can do to increase your metabolism and improve your heart health is to work your heart. As an aside, this also improves blood flow to your cells, meaning increases your vascular efficiency. The fact is that you must increase your heart rate to the point that you can't chat with your friends on the path. High intensity interval training is more effective than moderate intensity continuous training in improving cardiorespiratory fitness. There's one more benefit of high intensity training. And if you like eating, you will like this benefit. The seven minute workout improves our ability to utilize insulin. The seven minute workout works by improving our ability to get glucose into our cells. Glucose flying around loose in our bloodstream is not good for us. There's a scary list of excess glucose side effects, such as excessive thirst, our kidneys are working too hard to get rid of the extra glucose, excessive urination causing dehydration, fatigue, blurry vision, headaches, altered mental status, and glucose builds up over time in vessels, reducing blood flow to our organs. Over time, excess sugar can cause our receptors to downregulate, leading to diminished insulin sensitivity. So our bodies are just not efficiently feeding our cells. So how do we get all these good things ha to happen to our bodies? This happens when our heart rates are 77% above resting values. You've probably heard this formula before. You take your age, subtract it from 220. 
Now multiply it by 0.77. This number is probably less than you thought. Not so bad. For example, a 40-year-old person, the estimate is 220 minus 40 is 180. Multiply that by 0.77 and you get 138 beats a minute. So how do we do this? With static exercises, which sounds like an oxymoron to me. But a personal trainer devised the seven-minute workout for us. Remember, we do 40 seconds of the exercise and then 20 seconds of rest. You only need to get through these seven exercises one time and done. And it doesn't have to be these seven, but I wanted to give you something to start with. So we've got skaters, mountain climbers, squat hops. You don't have to hop. You could do a, and then next a plank. And if you get sick of it, you can go from your forearm up to long arms and down again. Prisoner squats, which are just squats with your hands behind your head. Bicycles, and then my least favorite exercise in the world, burpees. You can hop at the end of those two or not. So all you need to do is find a spot in your house with a little space. Set your timer for 40 seconds and go. Take a 20 second break while pacing in a tight circle and try not to curse at me and then on to the next one. You'll be done in seven minutes and probably hate me. If by exercise number four, your 20 seconds of rest has stretched to 30, don't beat yourself up. It's okay, we're just starting out. Another great fact is you only need to do this three times a week to get the benefits. Only three times a week. That's 21 minutes. Now here's one last high intensity exercise fact. If, 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 in a few months, let's say 15 weeks, the seven minute workout is going well and you don't hate me too much, you can slowly increase your seven minutes and have even more benefits, such as significant reduction in total body mass. A study showed that doing 20 minutes of this workout for 15 weeks reduces total body fat, total body mass, meaning you lose weight, you lose body fat, and you'll have less subcutaneous leg fat and abdominal fat, which I find very appealing. 20 minutes of this workout is more effective for fat loss than 40 minutes of jogging, biking, or running. And I've got a study linked on my website if you want to look at that. I admit that the seven minute workout isn't really all that much fun, but I love having done it. Don't take my word for it. It doesn't take long to try it, only seven minutes. And then you'll be happy that you're done too. I'd love it if you'd subscribe to my website. I've got the link somewhere on this podcast, or you can go to www.susanburkcook.com. Thank you so much for stopping by. Please like this podcast, follow it on iTunes or Spotify, and again, I'd like it if you'd subscribe. Shoot me a note if you have any ideas, and have a great, great day. Hope to see you again soon. Take care.